The Cannabis Conversation. A European perspective on the emerging legal cannabis industry. Welcome to the Cannabis Conversation with Anuj Desai, where we explore the new legal cannabis industry by speaking to the people who are helping to shape it. On today's show, I've got Meg Matthews, who is synonymous with the Britpop scene from the 1990s, but Meg is also a former music industry PR, events planner, and designer turned entrepreneur and advocate for the menopause. Meg also writes and regularly features on TV, speaking about menopause and has a line of CBD products, hence why she's on the show today. She's very kindly hosting and has a lovely dog who may also feature on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Meg, for having us. Thank you for coming to my house. No, pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And this is Ziggs, just so if you hear a dog, everyone, that's the reason why. (laughs) Cool, thank you. So yeah, I mean, it'd be great to hear about a bit about what you're up to and how you got into the CBD Right, okay, so uh, me getting into the CBD world was maybe a year ago or so. A girlfriend of mine from, from New York came to stay, my best friend, and at night she was like, you know, taking a couple of drops of stuff in this water and I was like oh what are you taking I want some of this and she was like she was here for like two weeks and I started to take the CBD and basically I was like wow I've got no aches and pains after about three weeks I was sleeping really well I basically things started to change that I was like quite amazed that that this tiny few drops of something was actually changing or these ailments that I was having through the menopause. So basically what happened was she gave me the brand that she was taking and then I went to look for it in the UK and I went on this um, CBD line or whatever UK, went on this website and they'd sold out. And so this, the guy sent me and said, do you want this other one? I said, yes, I'll have this, this other make. He said, just as good, da-da-da, but it's not as branded. This is a very well-known one. This is not, da-da-da. So he put it in the post, and then he called me to say, I've oh my God, I'm so sorry, I've sent you the wrong one. So by fate, we started talking, and then I just said, look, I really, really believe in CBD for women and the menopause symptoms. I love it so much that I want to bring my own range out because I know that women with the migraines with the anxiety with the aches and pains not sleeping it just ticked every box Mm. so that's how it happened and then so from an accidental phone call I was able to bring my own products out brilliant brilliant we'll go on to talk about that in a little bit more detail Mm. in a minute Maybe we'll start at the top and forgive this very male ignorant question, but maybe we start at the top and just sort of briefly tell us what exactly menopause is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're not very, you're not saying you're ignorant because I was, I was like 46, 47. I'd never even heard the word perimenopausal. So for me, I was like, what? Perimenopausal? Are you mad? Never heard of that word. Never heard of the word postmenopausal. I'd heard of the word menopause. I had no idea there was 34 symptoms and the reason that I became an advocate and the reason that I decided to be a spokesperson is because I had it so badly. I didn't leave this house for three months. Mm. I had the worst anxiety. I never slept. I couldn't hardly walk. I thought that all my 90s Britpop days of of partying hard had caught up with me. So I was too embarrassed to say to people, I've forgotten where I put things. My nervous system is shattered. So for me, it was completely 
all I thought was those days had caught up with me. Yeah. My mum used to say to me, they'll kind of catch up with you one day, don't you worry, and all this partying. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. It's Britpop, we don't care. We're just, you know, invincible. Yeah. Okay, of course, now I'm nothing like that at all anymore. <laughs> but back in those, you know, 20 years ago, that's what it was about. Yeah. So I thought it was all about that. So I didn't think, because to me, the menopause was just a hot flush and don't have a period number one I, I had the marina coil so I wasn't having periods so how would I know and number two I never got a hot flush right I just had all these symptoms that were nowhere anywhere written about that that was going to be the start of my menopause yeah. so then I was just like wow and then the 30 million women in the UK today going through this and probably 80% do not know they're going through the perimenopause. Wow. Okay. So so as I understand it, it's basically a woman's body is kind of... You have we won't be able to... eggs. So we get so many eggs. We, yeah. get, we are born with all... We were born with all these eggs. And then we ovulate. And then once all your eggs are gone, you stop having a period. Right. Okay. So basically each month you ovulate and you let out so many eggs. And then once all your eggs have gone, then your body decides to... to it doesn't have to have a period anymore and basically the the blood stops flowing to your vulva and we one in two women will have osteoporosis because wow. of the lack of estrogen so your body stops making estrogen progesterone and testosterone without these one in three women will have a stroke or a heart attack in the menopause more than men one or two women will have a collapsed pelvic floor and one or two women will have osteoporosis it is a natural process in in a female body but it's accompanied with some pretty brutal kind yeah, of symptoms and, and side effects and so how exactly has CBD helped with your particular symptoms I and mean, you talked about well about it's it helped with everything so it's helped with my anxiety it's helped with my sleep it's helped with my headaches it's helped with my aches and pains inflammation of joints I mean basically it helps with nearly all the ailments that go with it mm. and you know instead of having to you know take antidepressants is excuse me, instead of having to take ibuprofen all the time because of the of the headaches or, or the swelling of the joints and stuff like this. You're taking something of the, you know, just that's so the full spectrum of the plant that's just been um, cold pressed and a few drops. You know, I mean, I did start on a very low dosage and of course, because it's mine, I can afford to take a very high dosage <laughs> now, but it's not a cheap product and I don't expect to be cheap and people are always saying to oh in Holland and Barrett theirs is 12 pounds I'm like yeah but you're just taking a hemp sack I hate to say this it it has to be a reasonable price because it shows that it comes from a reasonably good farm and the oil is not a cheap product and if it is that cheap then you should be a bit worried about it I'm afraid to say (laughs) I would say don't go for the cheapest because the quality will not be good yeah yeah there's I mean Given where the industry is, it's still relatively small. So it's going so to be it's, expensive. It, yeah, it's going yeah. to be expensive because a lot of the processes, there's not economies of scale, I suppose. No. It's not big enough yet. But it's yeah. definitely growing. growing and getting Yeah, there. I know that there is a lot of people because the other day someone went to, I looked at theirs and I was thinking, God, theirs is £35. And then I started thinking, oh my God. But of course, this is going to happen. 
but I do know that my quality is a really good quality. Yeah. And I've, you know, spoken with my supplier a million times, say, well, this so-and-so says that they're buying X amount per kilo for their oil and you're paying X amount for your oil. Why can't we do X of that oil? And they're like, well, because, make I promise you, we test it three times when it comes in. We take it to three different testers and we could buy it for that. But then do you want your product to be this or this? Yeah. And have you found that your friends um, have had similar kind of benefits from it? Yeah. Like every, well, all I can just say is that all the people that buy it all come back. Okay. So, so repeat customer is probably So repeat the- customer just goes to show that it does work and, you know, because they are taking a chance, you know, to, to, to buy it because it is an expensive thing and, you know, it's not twelve ninety nine, it's not £20. I mean, just, you know, for the average person, it's a lot of money. Mm. And also the other thing is this thing of them taking it and thinking that it works straight away. It's not an instant relief. You're no. not smoking a split. There's nothing like that. There's no THC. There's nothing to... There's a mind altering in it. Your body mm. will take in where it needs to go. You're not going to feel anything, yeah. you know. So when people have a gummy bear and go, wow, I feel great. And I'm just thinking if it's the placebo effect, love it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. <laughs> you know, I have a few women that say, I don't have a glass of wine now, Meg. I just have gummy bears at night. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know, and, and they, they're happy and they've stopped drinking their wine at night and they're having a couple of gummy bears. And that's cool. They're, you know, so basically meaning that they're they're not drinking as much, and if that is working for them, that's great. Yeah. But you know, the the reality is, we do know that it t- can take X amount per day to be. It's like taking your vitamins. That's what I have to say to people: take it like you're taking your vitamins. Yeah. Your body will take in as much as it needs, and then some people two days, three days, some people twenty one days. Yeah. You know, everyone is completely different. And also I say, start at the low one, start on your 10%, couple in the morning, couple at night, you will know. And then if you need to up it or you've got more severe headaches or severe pains or whatever, then just move up to 20%. But, you know, start on the 10. Hmm. Don't just go like me as the addict I am. I'm like, oh, give me 40, give me 40. And it was like, no, no, start off, just take 10 meg. Then you'll know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was like, no, no, but I just want, I want the most. I want the most. It's like, well, Meg, you don't. Let's start. Everyone starts. But you learn. You learn through. You learn through the process, right? Yeah, of, the of process going, of going of moving, high, yeah. high and then realizing realizing that I didn't yeah. really need that so much, and then I moved back down again. Yeah. So now I'm on twenty, and that's fine for me. Because they say there's a, there's a kind of bell curve to it, so it's not just the more you take, the more it works. No, yeah, it's up beyond heard. a certain level, then and then it starts, starts to drop. work less yeah, I heard because that's what I got almost told. got too yeah. much there. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You can't like you know, you can't take loads and loads. The more you take, because I was thinking, you know, yeah, let me take forty. Yeah, but like you say, yeah. it didn't do. So then I went back to twenty, and it was exactly the same as taking whatever the forty because yeah. your body just doesn't work. It just takes as much as it needs. Yeah, and that's the, the end of it. Yeah. So. I mean, I think you alluded to it there. There are lots of stuff on the market, you know, yeah. and people like Holland and Barrett are huge, but possibly not as good a quality product. Given that this kind of lot of snake oil, yeah. how do you as a brand sort of cope with that? Well, all I do is go that I'm the face of and I represent my brand. So my brand is good and I know that it's not the cheapest on the market, but I can vouch 
that is great. And I think that's just the advantage that you're buying. If you're buying the M-Blend, you can come back to me and go, this is a load of crap or whatever. But mine is the full spectrum. I mean, we know that you can make stuff in the pollen and it's not as good quality, da, da, da. But how do I explain that to people, you know, every day in the street? I don't. So, I mean, and I just, just hope that because I go for the menopause, it's all about the menopause for me, but also you don't have to have the menopause. It just happened that, I can actually say, because I'm not, you're not allowed to say, are you? But because it's done all my ailments and it's worked all for me, I can say to the press and speak to TV and speak about everything because it's worked for me. And as we know, you're not allowed to say anything about CBD if you're. No medical claims, no no. medical claims. But I can say that it's worked for me. So that's why all my women are menopausal women. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. come to me for it. Of course, that would be great if it was a larger market and I'm going out there, but I'm just saying what worked for me, which means that it's just women. It's yeah. 99% of my market. And so obviously, you know, you're quite a high-profile activist, let's say, in bringing menopausal issues to, to yeah. the fore. Have you found people who are, who don't have menopause are, are kind of coming to you and, and using CBD, or is it mainly... No, mine is mainly just menopausal people that come to me, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I have friends. Of course, I have friends that have my blend that are male and because they come to me because they know that it's good because they've got whatever they've got going on. But then, you know, that's I'm not saying who they are, what they are. But I do have friends that buy my stuff off me that are men and whatever because they know that it's good. Yeah. Yeah, or they see it because it's in sale in Hampstead or it's in sale in certain shops. I've yeah. been in CBD London and it's up in another shop in Hampstead. Yeah. And I've been approached by Selfridges. When these sort of play, people start, you know, approaching you, then it's good for all of us, mm. really. Mm. So Selfridges come and ask me for, for my stuff. Right. Brilliant. But, um, yeah, but they uh, also want to charge you a fortune <laughs> to be on their shelf, which I'm a bit like, no, I'm not paying. My product is good. If you want my product, you can have it. I'm not paying the fee that you want to. <laughs> Got all excited. And then they say, but we'll have yours. Of course we'll have it. But we there is a fee of XXX. So I'm a bit like, mm, uh... no, it's all right. I'll just keep selling it online because... The markup of it at the moment for me is not high enough to be go to, do that, to the price to point that. to be in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting, but I mean, look, it's a signal for everyone that, that someone like Selfridges is I know, just looking even, at stocking. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a second, actually. But you think about everything related to cannabis has just been full of stigma for so long that mm. that where we are now is quite impressive. Generally, that yeah, well, you've look, got people like Selfridges. So listen to this. To. I mean, I did uh, a CBD. In my local village hall, Primrose Hill Community Centre, we had a CBD night. At the end of it, there was someone from Estee Lauder there. Wow. Came up to speak after and someone from Unilever. These people were both... Because I was thinking, what are they doing? It was like a £5 ticket sale. Then afterwards, they said, can we come and speak to you? And this woman said, oh, I'm from Estee Lauder. I've been put out there to go and find a beauty product for uh with cbd and then the scar the unilever which we know is one of the huge ones have also been we're out there to source um um cbd products great great so and this was about a year this was probably about nine months ago they i mean i never heard anything back from them because mine wasn't beauty i mean i had a skin cream and i've got a muscle spray but i think they were more looking for more skin stuff but i mean being on eventbrite and we're just ended up on a saturday evening at seven o'clock yeah. There to to there to listen to the panel. And how have you found the skincare side of things? 
So mine, I have a spray for hot legs. So mine's for legs, like, because you get quite heavy legs and you feel quite heavy at night. So I have a Bergmont lavender spray, which is great for that hot legs in in night. And then also I have a lavender cream, which I just put out. It's a, it's a tiny part. I just use it really when I'm just, I just put it all around my neck and my shoulders. For me, it's just, it's just more of a muscle thing. So yeah. I've not got into any of the beauty stuff like the face and yeah. stuff. I mean, I love Grace's, you know her so Yes, yes. Shona, yeah. Yeah, she's I love great. her stuff. I think she's in Selfridges. She's like doing really well. She was one of the girls on the panel. And there's another girl. Jasmine. Jasmine, Rohana. yes. Yeah, both yeah. of their products, skin yeah. products, I think are amazing. Yeah, so I think, yeah, both of theirs really good quality. I plug them all the time. Those <laughs> two, I think they're great. So I leave them to do the skin stuff because they've been doing that for years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I hosted a panel with both of those. Yeah, they're amazing, the other day, aren't they? Yeah. Those two. Uh, yeah. Really good, really good. Great examples of young female entrepreneurs as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so, look, I mean, it's great people like yourself and... I interviewed a couple of rugby players who've also set yeah, up their own CBD brand. Um, so, it, and it's great that people with a, a higher public profile like yourselves are getting involved. Have yeah. you have you had any stigma to overcome at all? No, nothing. Throughout the whole process, no one's ever ever questioned it. No Brilliant. one's ever. No, I think no. I think it's a really. I just. I'm amazed by how many people actually take it now. I mean, every time I'm always saying, do you know, do you want to try, do you want to see the other? Oh, I already got my own. I'm like, oh, okay. I am amazed that most people I speak to have already taken it. You know, they were already getting it from LA many years ago. I mean, a lot of a lot of my friends were already yeah. were already on CBD. Yeah, I was miles behind. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I've been doing that for four years, man. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> how you got it in the country or where you did it in the country but yeah I think I was quite surprised how many people you know even like all the local shops down there that have been there for years and they've got CBD tea and CBD coffee I mean and CBD chocolate I mean it's cakes and all these little like tiny little cafes that aren't even trendy they're still doing everything yeah yeah so you know I mean you know whatever I just think it just I just want people to just know how good it is and how it just so helps body that you can't really believe can't believe that it because we're such a pill-popping world society that we just don't understand this tiny bit of oil which is such small is going to cure this do you know what I mean? Because we're so used to taking a pill. We're so used to taking antibiotics. We're so used to the doctor saying, take a pill for this, take a pill of that. So it's like me, when I take my HRT, I take a gel and I rub it on my inner thigh. Okay? I rub that on my inner thigh. I, I rub testosterone on my inner thigh. Everyone thinks HRT is a tablet. You know what I mean? But this is going straight in the bloodstream. Like this is going in the bloodstream. So, and it's from the NHS. It's what the, most of the NHS would say to take. And it's a gel and it goes straight into your bloodstream. It doesn't go through your liver, so there's less clotting. So, but still, even me getting my head around as I'm rubbing this on my leg, I'm going, really, this is really curing me. And it is. Right. So, but I'm still thinking, oh, I need, should I be popping a pill? Should I be popping a pill? Yeah. So that's a size society for us. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. We've been, we've been brought up on yeah. that, right? You know, and, and it also, I mean, it's worse in America, from, oh, from what I understand. Yeah. They, they literally have a pill for everything. Everything. So, yeah, so, yeah maybe some of the more kind of natural plant alternatives yeah. are, 
are becoming more popular. Yeah, definitely. Well, because my HRT is made from yams. It's called body identicals. It's not bioidenticals. So it's probably it's you know, it's probably medically the best HRT I think out there. So I, I guess it kind of my usual final question is: okay. What did your family say when you were getting into the cannabis business? But it sounds like you haven't had much stress at all in terms. Uh, of no, I have stigma. no 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 stigma. I mean, I just got praised by everybody. Because, you know, it was like, wow, Meg, you're, you know, the forefront, you're doing this, it's great. Yeah, everybody was like, yeah, I mean, I gave it to my dad. He said, it did. no, I don't think it works, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I said, you didn't stick to it. I'm sure you didn't take it properly, Dad. And then he was a bit like, mm, I don't know. He said, but it hasn't cured my back. I was like, well, no, you've got generated disc, Dad. There is a certain <laughs> amount that you need to take much more than 10% for you. You need to be on the higher dose, but I'm not risking giving you whatever, 50 because it will get left in the cupboard and it will be about £500 bottle of CBD oil. (laughs) So I'm saying to him, unless you actually promise to take it religiously I'm not giving you it because it's a lot of money he's worth do you know what I mean? <laughs> and he won't religiously take it so I'm a bit still like you can stay with your 10% for a while but Ooh, no everybody good on him for taking a little bit at least no yeah of course but no everybody was like nobody I think everybody sort of nobody thought you know that oh my god it's TH I don't know where I think I just think I'm quite lucky that everybody is quite up on things do you know what I mean yeah I mean, of course, everyone's a bit like, whoa, is it? You know, I'm like, not going to get high. I'm sure that a lot of people are ignorant to it, but I just think because I've been able to talk about it and do lots of interviews about it, I think before the stigma got crossed over, I was already out there talking about it and explaining that, you know, there wasn't, you know, any THC in it and you're, you're not getting high of it. Great. Great. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a positive story. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what? Because I ask everyone the question, yeah. and uh, and everyone's everyone's family's generally quite chilled with it. So I it's, know. It's, I, uh, I was expecting to be some some kind of horror stories where people are like, no, I got thrown out of house and all of this yeah, sort of stuff. But no. no, I think I think everyone is pretty relaxed about it, and it's only going to get easier and and yeah. Uh, as it becomes more widespread. So we think, I mean, I mean, like I'm always getting these scares that people are saying, oh, the law's going to change and they're going to stop it. And, you know, is this true? The, the novel foods regulations, yeah. Yeah, the, so I keep um, getting these sort of people asking me this question, which I don't know, so I'm going to ask you. Well, because <laughs> I'd like to know. I'd like to know too. I think a lot of people would. It's it's still ongoing and there's a so organisation called the Centre for Medicinal Cannabis, which right. is working around trying to get people regulated so that we just kind of self-regulation a bit to, oh, to show okay. that if you're a responsible CBD seller, you adhere to a certain number of standards. Okay. And a lot of those things are in line. It's probably a good thing for most yeah, responsible sellers because, because it will yeah, weed out all the snake, snake oil. oil. Snake oil, as you call it. Yeah, I like that. Snake oil salesman. Is there some shit like you just say from Thailand about just stuff coming not even that, Yeah, it's not even that. They, so the same, the CMC did a report and um, it found, like it did a sample on 20, 30 bottles. Yeah. And like very few of them actually had what they said they had. So some had more THC than they should have. have. Some had no CBD in it. Some had it in high alcohol content, which would which would classify as a spirit. Spirit, you know. So it uh, it, um, was, yeah. It was uh, sorry, maybe not a spirit, but an alcoholic drink at least. So yeah, look, there's there's lots of you know. Yeah, I know because some of them because mine tastes quite strong, and then others I've had which were like with a lot of sunflower and coconut oil. And I'm like, you know, a 
lot of like, I'm like, why am I got a sunflower? I don't want vegetable oil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, anti-vegetable yeah. oil. But, you know, but then of course it's tastes, it's smoother and it tastes, you know, not as strong. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that goes down quite easy. And then you read what's on the side and it's like, I don't want sunflower. What am I taking that for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why I don't, I mean, I don't do coconut oil or anything in case because then I just thought maybe that would make my mark if they're allergic to coconut oil or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you've got yeah, to think so about it. So I've got to think, yeah. You've got to think about this. But All yeah, these. cool. Well, thank you, Meg. That's really helpful. And actually, you just reminded me, I need to get someone on to talk about the novel foods regulations. Oh, yeah, so we can do. all find out. So I'll let you know yeah, when that's Yeah, no, coming just because I just keep getting asked it all the time. <laughs> and I have no idea. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'll just wait for them to knock on me and say, <laughs> Sorry, you can't sell anymore, you know. People are going to me, I hear this is happening and what's happening with the government. People are always asking me and, you know, I'm yeah. like, I, d- I don't know that bit. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll, we'll, we can help you out. Okay, cool. brilliant. Well, thank you very much, mate. No, thank lovely you for to coming you. to my house. Cool. And, thank and thank you for hosting. All right, lovely to meet you. Cheers. Thanks for joining me for that. I hope you enjoyed the show. Meg is obviously a bit of a public figure, clearly doing some really great work publicising the symptoms around menopause. And it's a really good sign for the industry general where more mainstream people are entering the CBD world and hopefully making it more accessible for people. It's been a crazy couple of weeks for me since Product Earth. I'm meeting tons of new people and I have to say it's the best thing about this new industry that I've got into I'm thoroughly enjoying it one of the things I'm going to be doing is I will be hosting an event by Greenlight on the 26th of September at the Curtain Club in London there'll be info on my various social links if you're interested in coming along it's a bit of an investment focus on cannabis with various people that know lots about those topics as always if you're enjoying the show please subscribe and share if you can write me a review i'd be forever indebted to you good karma coming your way next week i've got a really really big episode i'm interviewing professor deddy mary from the technion university in tel aviv and he's the world's leading authority on cannabis as a treatment for cancer so that is a real honor for me and will be a really interesting episode so till then have a good week 